Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. The Spotlight focuses on highlighting stars, greats, and game changers. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. And today's Spotlight interview is with Heather Provost and Scott Damien, producing Power Duo. But first, some great news for you. With over 2 million downloads on my weekly talk shows, our audience is loving our guest interviews, and I just want to say thanks a million, or actually, thanks 2 million. And I am now on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. And Emmy winner Rich Tomeo joins me as director. Check it out at TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV. Also, if you want to get major shout outs for your business or get interviewed, just go to TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV and check out the links. All right. Today, we set the stage for the spotlight to chat with Heather Provost and Scott Damien, the producing power duo. Now, Heather and Scott are a producing power duo for over 20 years. Check this out. Scott wrote and they both directed the Provost Entertainment branded Maverick film Racing Colt, which had a sneak peek screening at Stan Lee's Comic Con in Los Angeles in 2017. And they penned a joyous Christmas, which premiered this past holiday season on the Hallmark Movies and Mystery Channel, starring Natalie Knepp, Michael Rady, and Bonnie Bedelia. Their next Hallmark Channel movie, Season for Love, airs this year. We'll talk about that in a moment. Also, serving as directors and writers, they're in pre-production for a thriller suspense film, Among, slated for shooting this year. And the list goes on and on with the development of several full-length plays and pilot dramas. It's an impressive list. Let's dig in and find out more about this. Welcome to the Spotlight, Heather and Scott. Hi, thanks for having us. How are you? I am wonderful, and it is an honor to have you, and our audience truly appreciates both of you taking the time from your writing and directing to spend a little bit of time with us today on the Spotlight. Well, it is a pleasure to be here with you all. Thank you, Tony, for having us. Oh, excellent. Molto bene. You're all Italian for the ah. audience. We're all Italian, so this is even more fun for me. I just love it. It's a marinara meeting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're cracking me up already. Okay, let's find out how it all started for you. Heather, would you like to go first and give us your backstory? Um, my backstory is uh, roughly a million years ago, I was a performer. <laughs> And, um, and I decided to make the transition to the producing side of things and was producing on Broadway. And, um, then I made the switch to produce direct film and Scott and I had done a show many moons ago at Universal Studios. A million and one years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at Universal Studios called Spider-Man Rocks. So we had been friends for a lot of of years and he had actually contacted me about a play that he had written that we actually developed together and then we started to just work together more and more and Scott had a play called Racing Colt that he had written and we decided to turn it into a film and um and that's pretty much the the short long story short 
Well, <laughs> the short, years. the long story <laughs> short, <laughs> that was the fast. That was the fastest million years I've ever been through. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to ask more on this, Heather, in just a moment. But first, Scott, your turn. What's your backstory? Well, I will try to keep it as short as possible <laughs> compared to Heather. The key to communication is brevity. Um, <laughs> I'm originally from New Orleans, uh, born and raised. And being in New Orleans, you're around so much uh, rich stories. You know, Williams and Faulkner went to the French Quarter and wrote some of their best-known works. So I was just engulfed in uh, literature. And as a kid growing up with a stuttering, with a, a major stuttering defect, I... Uh, I immerse myself into stories and I just love storytelling. It's just, it connects us all and it's eternal. And uh, we learn a lot from each other through storytelling. So fast forward, I went into acting uh, where uh, I found my voice, my fluency. And then I met Heather, as Heather said, in the universal show, Spider-Man rocked. She was singing and I was doing stunts and her voice is so much better than my stunts. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you come out here and you make ends meet. And um, I realized I didn't have a future in, in uh, stunts, but acting was what I did for many years. And then I just, uh, after Katrina and my family affected by the storm, I wrote this piece called Coffee Stains. And um, I knew that I needed help uh, in, in developing it. And I knew Heather was the person to call. And she was in New York. I called her. She picked up. Um, she had a heart attack. And, uh, she was in Times Square, and I was in L.A. And we just started uh, connecting again. And uh, and we've always been good friends. And now um, we're developing our own stuff. And it's yeah. been uh, it's been quite a ride. Yeah, and, and it's turned into a great kind of business partnership. So the list of what you guys have accomplished is very long. And I'm going to go and touch upon some of them. And what I'd like to bring up now is your current project, Racing Colt. I've seen the preview. I'm not going to spoil anything. I haven't seen the whole movie. It's strong. It's powerful. And I'd like to know, Scott, what inspired you to write it? Well, you know, it's fascinating because Heather and I, we try to keep, and we do successfully, try to keep humble and grateful. That's our motto. And not a lot of people in this business do that. And, you know, we hear all the horror stories and all the bad stuff that goes behind the curtains of Hollywood. And sometimes there's a redeeming quality when it comes to that story. And I thought it would be an interesting tale to take a Hollywood story and see it through the eyes of a personal assistant who's trying to help a former star get back on his feet, who is essentially the personal assistant's hero. And for me, Growing up with all these uh, Hollywood uh, uh, icons as heroes, I've slowly realized that people are just people. And the more that we try to revere them as idols, the more we're disappointed. So that was the genesis of it all, just to tear down that barrier between what is a hero and what is a, a real human being. And with heroes come flaws, and those flaws make us heroes. So that encompasses what was the genesis of Racing Cult. It's quite something. Can I ask, was there anything that inspired you, particularly anyone you know? Did, did you model it after someone you know? What made this story just start writing itself? I'm going to go with a maybe on that one. And we're not going to go with that. <laughs> well, to, to save the guilty, um, no, um, um, 
You know, it's a combination of a lot of stories that I've heard, but it is fictional. Racing Cult is definitely fictional. But hearing the stories from friends and colleagues alike, it just uh, blew me away at what people go through to actually exist, like the types of uh, ups and downs that they go through. And the, and the more famous you are, the more pressure you have. And I found that very interesting, especially with people whom we work with. And, you know, I met very successful people who do have it together, who do have a family life, who do. A perfect example is Michael Rady from one of the Hallmark movies. He was tremendous. He was uh, just gratitude. And so that is, I want to believe that that's the norm in Hollywood, but there are some stories where it's not the norm. And so in those stories, there is a redeeming quality. And that's what we tried to touch upon in Racing Colt. And I think, too, in Racing Colt, it was important for us as directors to, we got a lot of reaction shots because it was important for us to see how that kind of behavior was affecting everybody around him. Heather, when you read the story, when Scott gave it to you, what was your reaction to it? My reaction to it was, this is, uh, initially, it just, it it made me think this is a story we should tell. And that's always something, you know, if if your gut is telling you this is a story that you need to tell, that's always kind of what gives me the green light to really just plow forward. Because I think it's important in this world, especially, you know, current climate, we just throw that title of hero on, you know, on everybody and and these days and it's just people certain people are not worthy of that title and i think it's it's just a cautionary tale on who you bestow that kind of title on um so that was an important story uh personally that you know i wanted us to tell i'm not a director so i'm just trying to get into the into the zone as a director you receive this screenplay this story and you and it just the pieces all fit and you said oh we got to do this yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was also something that we knew could be, and this is the producer talking, but, you know, it's something we knew could be kind of contained to, um, you know, so our budget wasn't going to be through the roof. We could kind of contain it set-wise, location-wise. And I think it's, it's, story, it's a story that, you know, a lot of us in this business are just a little too familiar with, and um, we kind of just wanted to tell it and kind of give a different aspect. And instead of, you know, focusing completely on, you know, the, the train wreck of what this person turns into, but more on how does this kind of garbage behavior affect other people? Because at the end of the day, you kind of have to be accountable for that. And I think in this day and age, um, people need to pay more attention to how your behavior affects other people. You know, we filmed this movie before the whole Weinstein issue. Oh. And, yeah. uh, so when we were in post-production, all this, you know, the white scene issue hit, hit the front pages and it erupted. And it really brings that subject matter to play. Like, how much accountability do we give people? Again, our character, uh, Colt Razor, is not of a Weinstein factor, but he does hold that self-delusion that um, some people carry with them and, and it can be destructive. So we found that interesting that in our current climate that this story still holds true and still has a valid uh, a point to convey. And for our audience, is there a particular place or time for them to see this movie? Can you give us some of those details? 
Yeah, well, we released in theaters out here on the 22nd in Los Angeles, but we can be seen on Amazon, we can be seen on Google Play, we can be seen on, I believe we can be seen on the YouTube now as well. On the YouTube, On the, yes. on the YouTube. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely Amazon. I think we just moved over to Amazon Prime right now. So. Yep. Heather, I'm curious. I know Scott writes a lot, you write a lot, so we can yes. flip this back and forth. When Scott is going to write something, does he share with you ahead of time or does at what in other words, what at what point in the story development does he bring it up to you to determine, yeah, let's go with this, let's keep writing it or or whatever? Um, well, what we've been doing recently is we kind of pitch ideas to each other and we start from scratch in our writing. Um Racing Cole initially was a play, so there were, you know, a lot of elements and bits and pieces that um, still remain to this day, but we developed it together into a screenplay. So that kind of, that story was already in place, but we developed it together into the screenplay. But now we, we basically kind of just pitch our ideas back and forth to each other and, and build. Makes great sense. I try to hit Heather on a good day when I'm pitching. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, the chat continues with Heather Provost and Scott Damien producing Power Duo. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. 
All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the spotlight. As you heard, I'm on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. Check it out at TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV. And I'd love to hear how you like it. And if you want to get on my show, fill out the form. You'll find it at TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV. Check out my other great interviews at TonyDurso.com slash radio or Using your Android or iPhone? Get the app at TonyDurso.com slash mobile. That's TonyDurso.com slash radio or slash mobile. Today's show is with Heather Provost and Scott Damien, producing Power Duo. Heather is a Tony, Drama Desk, Outer Critics Circle, and Drama League Award-nominated producer. Critically acclaimed hits on Broadway include... Reason to be Pretty by Neil Labute, three Tony nominations including Best Play, and the musical called Title of Show got a Tony nomination for Best Book of a Musical. All right, and now back to the chat with Heather and Scott. Now, I know you've told us a little bit about the story, just a little bit. Was there any other message or anything else you'd like to say about that story? Or are we just going to leave the audience hang at this point or just any other little tidbits to let them know so that they can go check it out? Well, we like cliffhangers. So. <laughs> no, I mean, it, uh, it's a very universal story that uh, a lot of people who aren't even familiar with show business can relate to and will take something away. We definitely um, uh, had viewers who are not uh, knowledgeable about show business, and they were moved by it. Mm-hmm. And we found that very gratifying and humbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once again, to the Spotlight audience, check out that preview Go to your site, which is, I'm just looking for your site here. Racingcult.com. Oh, I didn't know that one. Go ahead. The site is what, racingcult.com? You got it. All right. The Spotlight audience, go to racingcult.com and check it out. Check out the preview. Check out the movie and Amazon and everywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, Heather, I'd like to know, you've, you, you've both made several movies, multiple movies. I'd like to know... What is it like making Hallmark movies? They've got a great niche, and you really fit that, and I'd just like to know what, how that is. Well, the Hallmark movies, the experiences that we have had writing them has been unbelievable. They've got such fantastic people to work with over there. It's, so, I, it's just such a great, warm kind of experience, and everybody is, you know... They just want the greater good for the piece that you're writing, and they're super supportive, and um, and it it's just you know it's it's so different from racing coal, obviously. <laughs> you know that's really edgy and and gritty, and then in Hallmark, it's Hallmark land. I think it's I think it's wonderful. Personally, mm-hmm. you you always know. Okay, we're gonna finish happy, and I think that's that's kind of fun, and I think that you know. A lot of people find solace in that when they tune in. I know that Hallmark got me through a very difficult period in in my life at one point. Um, you know, just sitting there and kind of just being in for the ride and just watching a nice story unfold. And for the two of us, I think that we just find so much joy in sitting there and writing one. And it's just from a good, a good, honest, safe place. And I really, I really appreciate them over there they are wonderful to work with yeah there's something to be said for a feel-good movie and hallmark does have that i totally i know that vibe 
Scott, what would you like to say about that? I love Hallmark cards. No, I love, <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's a pleasure. It's an honor working with them. And Heather and I have just grown as a team writing for them because it's a different genre for us, but it's a much more fulfilling genre. You know, there's so much bad news out there, and we're not going to get into it, that Hallmark is just this bright light that just brings comfort to people and really brings families together. And I know that sounds so corny, but it's so true. I just received a text this afternoon from a friend of mine who, whose family's going through a lot, and she was conveying to me how her family watched one of our films, uh, watched Dory's Christmas, and it just brought a smile to her face after this tragic event. And stories like that, we really don't hear that much, but we know that it is helping people out there because it's helping us too. Yeah. You know, it, it, it helps us come together. It helps us bring joy to people. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, I think they're putting really good stuff out into the universe. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I, I can truly appreciate their brand from a personal perspective mm-hmm. and from a professional perspective. Yeah. What's your most favorite project? Goodness. Which one did you have the most fun with and just love it? And it's just every time you think of it, it just brings a great smile to your face. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Um, probably well, Coffee Stains. Yeah. Coffee Stains is a play, the play that Scott had mentioned, and we're turning that into a, a film, actually. Coffee Stains is what brought us together. So, As, yeah. And we developed it uh, at FSU. We yeah. We went to here. Florida State, my alma mater, to develop it. And, um, and then we uh, developed it here. Mm-hmm. We did a it's, reading. It's a drama about, uh, you know, we've heard so many stories about what happens after Katrina, but what happened before. So it's about a family that faces their truth in an Italian restaurant, uh, in a popular Italian restaurant in New Orleans. As the hurricane approaches, the truths come up and bubble up to the surface. Yeah. Oh, I like that, a story before. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah, it's the days leading up to, and it's kind of the storm that's brewing in, you know, the kitchen of this restaurant is kind of rivaling what is brewing out into the, in the middle of the ocean, yeah. storm-wise. Um, it's kind of our baby, and um, and we're, you know, we're, we're putting the financing together for the film now, so we're pretty excited about that one. You're expecting to, sh- to shoot that in 2019? Um, that's, that's probably where we'll land with principal photography with that one. I think we can get it put together by then. That, uh, yeah, that's the realistic yeah. uh, site. But yeah, I mean, that was the uh, that was the play and now the screenplay that really brought us together as a team. Yeah, and we discovered that we can work as a, you know, a functioning unit during that whole process and not, I mean, kill, us, kill, not each, kill other each other. Not kill each other. My arm is very sore from the punches. Because <laughs> I know the Italian side, so, you know, I yeah. understand that. That's why I made that little quip there. <laughs> a lot of contained voices, no hand gestures, you know, <laughs> the typical Sicilian. I love it. Now, I know as a power duel that you are, director, writer, screenplay, producer, everything, you're working on multiple projects at once, probably. Mm-hmm. What else are you working on aside from putting together the coffee, the coffee stain for this year, next year, whenever? Um, we are in pre-production on another feature, a horror thriller called Among, and we are also in development with Hallmark on another Christmas movie. We're in process of writing that with them right now. And we've got also our episodics that we've been trying to pump out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're, we're kind of, we're busy. You, 
Well, that. I know I know Racing Cult is out, and then yeah, and I've mentioned it. The movie that's coming out later this year, two thousand eighteen, the Hallmark movie, August twenty fifth. Yeah, and that's Season for Love. Yes. All right, the Spotlight audience. Put your lock in on Hallmark Channel for August for season four, Love, so you can hear that. Yeah, and that's starring starring Mark Lucas and Autumn Reeser. They're Mm -hmm. super talented. Mm -hmm. And very popular on Hallmark. Yeah. They're good people. Great, great actors. Excellent. Now, movies are different from, from writing as an author. For example, I'm finding out that as an author... You're either branded as a fiction or nonfiction author. Apparently, the world, well, it doesn't seem to take someone seriously when he writes fiction and then comes out with a fact-filled nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. However, that's not the case with movies. Like when you're producing movies, you want to be known for different categories and varieties, and of course, the same with actors. Now, I know you are working on now or have done and produced Fiction, thriller, suspense, romance, music, and coffee. So what I, I want to know is, well, what are your favorite genres? <laughs> Thank you. What are your favorite genres to write about? Hmm. Um, well, I mean, Scott is also a critically acclaimed author of... Um, would you, would you like to talk yeah, about that briefly? Yeah, and I owe Heather $5. All right, Scott, let's hear yeah, about your author. acclaimed author, if you will. Um, I, uh, I wrote a memoir about my uh, trials and tribulations with stuttering and how um, I found my voice through the arts. Uh, it's called Voice of Stutter's Odyssey, uh, released by Baylor Publications, and it was released in 2014. That was, I can, in just one phrase, that book made me a better man because you really... When you look at your past, 41 chapters worth, <laughs> you, uh, you realize what you're made of and you, re- and you realize what you've gone through. And it was a painful process. It took about three years to write it. And I had emotional ups and downs. And to write something very personal like that taught me a great deal. It taught me, and Heather follows this mantra, to be vulnerable is to be vulnerable allows yourself to find the artist in you. And that's the only, you can only write from the heart and you can tell when a piece is written from the heart and when it's written from the mind or, or when it's written from ego. And Heather and I strive for that constantly. And, uh, that, that book truly taught me that. And also like to say, Tony, is that even though, uh, fictional writers, uh, can write nonfiction or not, uh, like sometimes it's, it's looked upon as taboo for fictional writers to write nonfiction or nonfiction to, uh, writers to write fiction. It can be done. Um, I think boundaries are placed to be broken sometimes. Mm. And uh, if you have a story, tell it. That's it. Just tell I, it. I agree fun. with that, Scott. And I've had some, some very well-known agents and publishers suggest getting a pen name. I, I've written both. I Mark. like doing both, but I'm told I can't keep doing that. It's just, I oh, have to yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, Stephen King has a pen name. Why can't you? Exactly. Totally. <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. And, and, uh, and congrats, by the way, on all that. Um, well, thank you. Well, that uh, and, you have voice out there. Thank you. And I am touched by your story. Can you give us the name of that book one more time? And I believe that it's available on Amazon. Sure. Yes. It's called um, Am- uh, Amazon. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Voice, A Stutterer's Odyssey. Uh, it's, uh, 
it was released in 2014 by Baylor Publications, but you can still buy it through Amazon and, and Barnes and & Noble. And coincidentally, uh, the audiobook is going to be released in two weeks. We just finished Yay. editing that. So that will be available on Audible and iTunes in the next couple of weeks. Fantastic. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from Heather Provost and Scott Damien, producing Power Duo. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You heard that a majority of businesses fail. Don't be a statistic. Get my book free, The Vision Map. Beat the odds for your business success. Get it free at TonyDURSO.com slash vision. And set up your own successful vision map. TonyDURSO.com slash vision. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for the Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight. Today's show is with Heather Provost and Scott Damien, producing Power Duo. As a graduate of Loyola University of New Orleans and a student of the British American Drama Academy, Scott is a director, producer, writer, and published author. His memoir, Voice, A Stutterer's Odyssey, chronicles his struggles as a severe stutterer and how he overcame this harsh impediment through performing and writing. All right. Back to the chat with Heather and Scott. And while we're on the subject of writing books, Heather, are there any plans for you in the future? Write a book. <laughs> a book? Um, I, I, I do have a, um, a book idea in my mind that's been there for a few years. I started collecting conversations that I have with my mother 
and um, and compiling them. That's always kind of been in my in my brain somewhere. But I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question, Tony. Maybe someday I'll get to it. That's okay. Just, I have I have an easier question for you. Okay. In terms of producing films and writing, is there any category that you would like to grow into, such as comedy, for example? I love comedy. I, I do love comedy. I don't know. I think that we're kind of, I, I feel like we're almost, we're kind of touching upon all of the genres right now with our project. So I'm kind of getting a, a taste of everything every day when we work. <laughs> it's, um, we're getting to really kind of stretch our wings and, and touch everything within the genre. I do, I do love you know, writing. There's there's a difference too when we write for Hallmark Channel or when we write for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. You know, they're they're two. It's one company, obviously, but the the brands are are a little different. So Hallmark Channel, you it's a little lighter. You can you can put the funny stuff in there, and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, you can get a little a little deeper, a little bit more thematic. So um, I think that gives us you know some some, some fun stuff to work with as well. Okay. Now, you've written plays, you're writing for the movies. Are you planning to continue writing more and more for movies and film, or do you have some plays in, in mind for the future? Um, I think right now our main focus is film and TV. Um, I'm not to say that you know, theater is going anywhere. I am the producing artistic director at the Colony Theater in Burbank, so I do have my foot still you know, in the theater uh, producing oh, shows. But um, I think right now, as a team and our brand, we are really focused on, you know, putting our film and TV work out there. I mean, it's, they're so different, the, the two mediums, <laughs> between, you know, the, between Broadway theater and making movies. It's such, such two different worlds. But um, right now, that's our, that's our focus. Okay. And there's a couple of pilot dramas, and there's a couple of films you've done and plays uh, I'm just looking at your list. We've already talked about coffee stains. What's the Royals of Detroit? Oh, well, speaking oh. of plays. Yeah, yeah, that's a play. That's a play that Heather and I have been developing um, that uh, really takes a look at uh, race and breaking the barriers of race and seeing uh, the commonality in the human. And um, uh, we're actually thinking about it's a, movie. a movie. It's a movie. It it's a movie. Place. So, so, so just to give a brief synopsis of it is that uh, a, uh, there's a riot that goes awry in Detroit. An African-American boy was shot by a cop and uh, cops and rioters or protesters are just running around the street. They don't know whom to trust. And there's a house that's abandoned that's uh, where a protester and a cop find themselves locked up because they don't know whom to trust outside of the house. And they become, uh, at first there's friction, but then they realize that there's a common bond until another protester shows up and she turns the tables on them and realizes that they're more connected by their past than they realize. And it's a, um, it's a gritty drama. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it has legs. We're still in development with it. It sounds very strong. The well, Christmas it's for Christmas. It's a Christmas pageant. That's right. We're Carlin in the we'll, house. We'll bring, we'll bring you on later this year for an update. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I like that. Yeah. You now, got it. There's another one on the list of projects developed or in development. VV Voice. 
Am I even saying that right? Yeah. The, 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 the voice. That's actually um, the musical that we're working on that is based on Scott's um, book, Voice of Stutterer's Odyssey. But the musical is titled The, the Voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. And we're going to see that. When will the public be able to see something like that? Not for a while. Yeah. That's going to take years to develop that Musicals one. Musicals are a beast. Musicals take a while. Yeah, a good beast. But may I ask, yeah. what is it about it that's so that takes so much time? Is it just writing some good music and pieces for it, or what is yeah, it? Yeah, the music and the book. The book is super important, um, and getting the two to feel like one, I think, is is always a challenge. It's a huge challenge. All right, an upcoming project we'll talk about at another update. Yeah, and you have some pilot dramas. You've actually mentioned these earlier, but maybe tell tell us a little bit more. Lakeview and Switching Hyenas. Yeah, yes. Lakeview is. You're going to see a common theme here, Tony. So <laughs> this comedy. Uh, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> Lakeview is about a um, takes place post Katrina. What as New Orleans is. We're back in New Orleans. We're back in New Orleans, baby. Uh, <laughs> And it's about how, um, you know, crime really escalated for uh, the first couple of years after Katrina. And a nun, former special forces turned nun, returns to her home as a sister. And she slowly sees her town disintegrate, and she becomes a vigilante in the process. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, so we've been having fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and switching hyenas. That's um, that's actually a lot funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we have some funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is a. It's it's very similar to. Um, say again. To Prince and the Pauper. Prince and the Pauper, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a it's a movie star who is um, he ODs and they're having to replace him with someone or the production is going to lose millions. Mm-hmm. And so a gentleman who looks exactly like him. Uncannily looks like uncannily, him. Uncannily, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and he's brought into the world of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like kind that. Kind of like a, not a water story. And we'll let you know where you can see those very soon when you bring us back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a deal. Well, we've covered a lot of your history. We covered a million years and a day. We've covered a lot of your movies and films and everything now we in the spotlight audience we have those aspiring to get into acting into film into directing into producing heather what words of wisdom and advice would you give for those wishing to follow in your footsteps i would say um focus i think it's clearing away the clutter and and focusing and being good to people as you as you move through the industry, that is my biggest piece of advice always is to just be good to people. Um, you just never know who, and aside from just being good to people as humans should be, but you just never know. I mean, third chorus girl from the right could be producing someday and, you know, you should have been nice to her or, you know, it's be, be good to everyone and, and just focus on putting good things out to the universe. And I think you'll get rewarded for it. I like that. Very sage. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yep. And Scott, what would you say to those wishing to aspire? I'm a doctor. 
<laughs> I would say, no way. <laughs> no, it's a very gratifying field. I'll piggyback on what Heather said. It's just about gratitude each and every day and not making it about yourself, making it about others. Stories are created to welcome others in, whether it's from a grip to an assistant to uh, a supporting actor to the main actor. It's all about collaboration, and that's something that we strive for is collaboration. And it's not, uh, you know, sometimes art can be very self-serving and we get into our own heads and whatnot, but it's not. But once you get out of your head and once you get out of yourself, it becomes a very rewarding industry and a very rewarding venture in telling stories like that. And I think that it's a blessing to be able to. Amen. Hence gratitude. I like gratitude. And it's amazing how humble and appreciative you are in this interview. It really comes out, which is a juxtaposition of sorts against what some of your movies are. Not in a negative way. It's just very interesting, your versatility, yet it doesn't change who you are and how you are. You know, you're a human being, as you say. You, You appreciate people. Not that your movies don't, but it's just very interesting how talented you are in the wide swath of movies and films and stories that you write. I, I'm very impressed. It's very good. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you we appreciate that, Thank Tony. Thank you so much. This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, Heather and Scott shares more insights and their contact info. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. 
Hey, check out my other great interviews at TonyDURSO.com slash radio or using your Android or iPhone. Get the app at TonyDURSO.com slash mobile. That's TonyDURSO.com slash radio or slash mobile. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the spotlight. As you've heard, I'm on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. Check it out at TonyDURSO.com slash TonyTV. I'd love to hear how you like it. And if you want to get on my show, fill out the form at TonyDURSO.com slash TonyTV. Today's show is with Heather Provost and Scott Damien, producing Power Duo. Heather produced a hugely successful Under My Skin segment of The Pink Campaign on Broadway, for which all proceeds went to the Susan G. Komen Foundation. And, through his production company, Branded Maverick Entertainment, Scott served as writer and director for the award-winning short film Snapper, which premiered at the Louisville Film Festival and won Best Drama Short at the Prometheus Film Festival. And now, back to the chat. And for our audience, if they'd like to get a hold of you, is there a way for them to be able to reach you if they want to say something or communicate? Yeah, definitely. They can find us on social media, um, on on the Twitter, on Insta, Facebook. Mm-hmm. We are there. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at PSIRULEHPRO. <laughs> I'm sure if you just... <laughs> Um, be humble. No, that's a very humble handle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but I'm sure if you like search our names, Heather Provost or Scott Damien, we're we're Scotty Damien. Yeah, someone is Scotty S E O T T Y Damien D I A N on on Twitter and Instagram and and Facebook. They can, we're trackable, we're very trackable. Mm -hmm. Well, we will track. and, and also, if they want to see uh, more of our promos or contents, they can go to our YouTube channel at Racing Cold the Movie. Yeah. Uh, on YouTube channel. Yeah, but definitely if they if they hit you know either of us up on Instagram or on Twitter to just you know make sure that they mention that they heard about it you know here on your mm-hmm. podcast and mm-hmm. and then we'll know that they're good they people. they get yeah, a we free like- box of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. Heather, Scott, I've got just a couple more minutes, and I've gone through most of your movies, films, screenplays. I think maybe just like a super quick plug, if that's possible. Um, If you have people who are local to the Los Angeles area, um, the Colony Theater in Burbank is where I spend a lot of time. And um, we're doing a series called the Showtime Series, and we've got some really cool, fun shows if they'd like to check it out and come to the theater. They could probably also find me here all the time. <laughs> well, that's great. If you're in the Los Angeles area, head on to Burbank. And again, the name of that place, Heather? The Colony Theater. The Colony Theater in Burbank. And they'll see you doing plays and writing stories and everything else. <laughs> well, they won't see me, but they'll see fantastic shows on the stage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they'll know it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Your handiwork. <laughs> and Scott, you mentioned you're from New Orleans. Is that where you hang out a lot? I wish. Again, I'm based in L.A., but I try to go home about once or well, definitely once a year. But I try to make it out there twice. It's good to get my feet in the marshes and eat some good Creole food. We don't get a lot of vacations, the two of us. No, usually no, we here don't. writing or yeah. working. 
But yeah, it's a um, it's a town that's unforgettable and stays in your bones. Um, I'm only sure Heather's tired of hearing about my New Orleans travails, but it's a uh, it's a good place. It's a fantastic place and um, lovely people, lovely people down there. Oh, great! Thank you so much for sharing, Heather Provost and Scott Damien, the producing power duo. I appreciated everything that you've given us, some good insights, some good wisdom, great films. I just love it, and I just want to thank you so much for taking this time with us. Thank, thank you, Tony. You. We appreciate you. Thank uh, you. My, my pleasure. And to our Spotlight audience, thank you very much. It's our honor to have you listen. All right. Keep your focus on success, and I'll see you next on the Spotlight. We have just a few minutes left. So, yes, that's right. It's Tony's time. And here's a word on your vision. I mean your future vision. What is a vision? Well, the dictionary states that a vision is the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Now, can you see that just having a vision is not the end all? Can you see that just having a vision is actually the start of the entire process? Can you see that just having a vision and nothing more will inevitably lead to failure? Now, some define a vision statement as a picture of the company in the future. Some others define a vision statement as only the inspiration for the company. Do you see how this is confusing from the get-go? Do you now begin to see why, well, a preponderance of businesses actually fail instead of the plethora succeeding? Also, a vision statement often gets confused with the mission statement of the company. A vision statement often gets confused with the purpose of the business. Why does the business exist at all? To illustrate my point, here's a poor example of a vision statement. We want to give our customers the best shopping experience possible from choosing quality items through a fast and friendly checkout system with a speedy delivery system at the end. Now that business will fail if that's all they have. They could pull it off, but they need some pieces in place. Here's another poor example. From the moment you walk into our salon, you'll feel good about yourself. And after our wonderful, happy staff takes care of your needs, you'll feel great like you're walking on air. Now that business is going to fail if that's all they have. And again, if they have some other pieces in place, they can pull it off. A good vision statement requires several well-thought-out, well, well-crafted items It can take hours, even days to construct. A good vision statement is really and truly the culmination of all of the following points. The vision map makes or breaks the company. A good vision map in place makes a great effective leader. The vision map contains the vision, the purpose, the long-term objective, the master plan, which includes strategy and tactical actions, And lastly, it includes the breakdown of actions to take, also known as the things to do list. The vision map is a culmination of my life's work. This map takes you through everything you need to ensure extreme success in any endeavor, in any relationship, in any project, in any business you care to undertake. And I do mean any. A successfully completed vision map will make your relationship or career shine greatly. A good vision map in place makes you a great, effective leader. 
and I'm going to give you the full vision map formula completely free. Go to tonydurso.com slash vision and get it now. And again, the vision map contains the vision, the purpose, the long-term objective, the master plan, which includes strategy and tactical actions, and lastly, it includes the breakdown of actions to take, also known as a things-to-do list. I'd like you to know that using the vision map, I took my first podcast, Revenue Chat Radio, to 500,000 downloads in the first year. Using my vision map, my radio show, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso, became the number one show on Voice America's Influencers Channel in under six months. Using the vision map, I helped others achieve great success. You know, one of my students went from a few product sales a month, just a few, to nearly a dozen sales a day, a day. This student went from thinking about quitting that business at the beginning to now thinking about quitting his other job. And using this knowledge, I am with my wife for 25 years now, and that is an anomaly in this day and age. What do you want your life, career, or business to really be? Go to TonyDurso.com slash vision and get the vision map free. Do it now. Follow the steps. This will change your life dramatically. Follow the steps and you guarantee yourself much success. And I want to thank you again for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you. Please come back and check out my other shows. They're all aimed at making you more and more successful. And please follow me on social media. It's Tony D-U-R-S-O on Twitter and Tony S D-U-R-S-O for Facebook and Instagram. Remember that S. Thanks again. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.